This Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl preview and props edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is brought to you by BetQL. BetQL is your home for the info you need to make yourself a smarter, better. Plus, the Super Bowl special gives you 50% off their premium data. Just go to betql.com, promo code SGP50. That's betql.com, promo code SGP50. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is the home for avid sports bettors, providing insights, analysis, and free betting picks. Better Than Vegas, it's like YouTube for sports betting. Make sure to subscribe to our page so you don't miss a pick. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. We're also brought to you by Better Edge. Better Edge is a stock exchange for sports bets, allowing you to buy and sell betting positions like a stock market. The best part is it allows you to bet with no VIG. That's right, no VIG betting that's legal in 40 states. Sign up at betteredge.com, promo code SGP for a free $10 bet. That's B E T T O R edge.com, promo code SGP. Hey, everybody, Joe Theismann here. You're listening to SGPN. So do this, let it ride. Welcome everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan, real money Kramer. What's happening? Kramer dog. Uh, for those watching on YouTube, youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast. You pulled a, you pulled a Patrick Mahomes quick snap on me. Yeah. I didn't see that coming. You know, you just like well, fired, fired hunt, right hunt, out hunt, of the gates. Hunt, hunt. Well, Ryan, you know, as a uh, former Offensive line. Man. Someone's on their morning walk right now, and they just had to tolerate like two screaming hut hut. <laughs> Spilt someone's as, coffee. As a guy it. who you know played tight end the year, you know played tight end number of years, <laughs> worked with uh, Gronk on a uh, on a poorly received uh, kids clip show. Although I did show off my three point stance to Gronk on set, and he just said nice. <laughs> I was gonna say, Gronk nodded his head and goes, "Nice." Gronk has never <laughs> been poorly received. No, no, no. I mean, uh, criti- not critically acclaimed, <laughs> but lo- he's a man of the people. Like if Rob Gronkowski, you ever go to Rotten Tomatoes? Yeah. Oh yeah. For uh, movie reviews, critics are like thirty-seven, but yeah, when, fans when, are ninety-nine. When critics <laughs> review his acting uh, or his on-camera appearances. It's you know, it's tomato-worthy, but or whatever the it's rotten. rotten. Yeah. But oh. when the when he is. When the audience gets to weigh in, everyone loves them some Gronk. Gronk. And uh, man, Super Bowl week is here. Of course, I will be doing the Super Bowl song, an annual tradition unlike any other. Mm, when can people expect that? That will be on the final podcast of the week, Ryan, which we're taping Wednesday. We will have a, a special guest joining us. Showtime, my homes. To uh, do some final picks and some uh, monkey knife fight uh, action as well. So stay tuned for that. We also have our Super Bowl squares going. If you go, and they're <laughs> almost filled up. I think it's it's all the way halfway filled up, which is uh, crazy for this early in the week. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash squares giving away five hundred dollars. Very easy to do. All you have to do is send in a review of one of our what seven podcast feeds right now on the network, and uh, take a screenshot of you sending it in. 
sports gambling podcast.com slash squares. Just fill in your name. So we know who to send the money to and uh, send in that <laughs> screenshot and you're good to go. But the squares are going fast. So if you're listening to this now, pull over, pull, but you know, uh, put on the turn signal, pull over, get that square in. So you don't miss out. And PO box is not, we will be FedExing you the cash. So no PO boxes, please. (laughs) Finally, the super bowl (laughs) pregame show live. We're doing it live. Come Super Bowl Sunday, kicking off two thirty Pacific, five thirty on the East. Count you down to the big game, aka the Super Bowl. Not scared to call it the Super Bowl because that's what it is. And we're taking your calls live on the locker room. Going to be streaming the pregame show, YouTube.com/slash Sports Gambling Podcast. And uh, I think if if it would be sweet to have some people now that a lot of people have smart TVs, put us up on the big screen for the pregame show. And uh, tweet in a photo of you doing that. We'll hook some people up with some merch, maybe some hoodies. Find their way to some uh, listeners. Well, I was gonna say maybe the best DGen den, the best yeah. Super Bowl DGen den. I mean, it is an interesting year, right, Sean? There will obviously be Super Bowl parties, a lot, a lot of things being lifted uh, as we speak. But also, it's it, it feels like it's gonna be a year where a lot of people might be watching in a different setting than they normally would. So yeah, definitely. I mean, and don't be afraid to put us on the biggest screen. Yeah. Don't, we don't, don't have second to, screen experience. Well, and, we, we can be the second can, screen, but the second screen just needs to be bigger <laughs> than the first screen. And really, are you really going to miss the, I mean, the network pregame shows are so horrible. We're going to be talking about gambling, which is what you guys Check. care about and what really matters. Speaking of gambling, you want to get down on the big game. You got to do it over at better edge.com B E T T O R edge.com promo code S G P. They're calling it the people's sports book. Why? <laughs> I'll tell you why. Because you don't pay any vig. That's right. You're buying and selling uh, different betting positions, much like a stock market. So you know, I'm gonna put a, a Chiefs bet in, or a or a Bucks bet in, and then someone can just take the other side. No reason to, no need to involve the house here and pay some crazy vig yeah. minus one ten. And the best part, legal in 40 states. So maybe your state doesn't have a sports book going right now. Maybe uh, because of COVID precautions, you can't visit your local bookie. Your wife's saying he's not a part of the family bubble. You're doing everything you can to get him in that bubble. It's not working. Betteredge.com is the solution. Plus, weekly uh, beat the database college basketball picks contest. Best part is free ten dollars to get you going, and uh, plenty of real money contests as well. B e t t o r edge.com promo code S G P joining us on the line, the jester of key of chiefs kingdom and the co-host of sorry. We love football. Danny Solomon, Danny, you tried to uh, talk us into betting on the chiefs in the AFC conference championship. We didn't listen to you. We backed the bills because we were uh, we were kind of coerced into being a, a part of Bill's Mafia, but now your Chiefs heading to the Super Bowl. What does it feel like as a fan rooting for a team going into the Super Bowl in a pandemic? I mean, it, besides the pandemic, it's great. <laughs> I really like the how how the team looks every single week. It's getting rid of all of my previous anxiety from being a fan of this team. <laughs> they just feel inevitable. It feels like the Pats. We're starting a dynasty. Does it? I mean, the fact that you guys won last year—that that's got to be a huge monkey off your back. Now you're kind of playing like how with house money. 
Can you imagine if they do win? How good will that feel? And if they do somehow lose, Danny, will, do you think you will be devastated? Walk us through what's on the line here as a Chiefs fan. Yeah, I mean, I guess if they win, obviously it feels great. It, it validates a lot of my feelings about the team, so I, I will feel <laughs> incredibly fulfilled and uh, and just you know I, I will I'll definitely feel like this team is you know maybe even destined for more Super Bowls than Tom Brady can put together. Ooh. So I will feel great about that. If we lose, I just can't, I like, I can't picture it. It's like an, it's a thought I can't penetrate. It doesn't feel like it's like thinking about the, the of size of the universe or something like that. It's just very <laughs> difficult to comprehend a way that, that I could understand it. I do. I, I know that feeling. Like when you're five for five in the rec league basketball game, you're not missing. You can't the even thought think of it about not going in. And I love that we're sitting in a position here. Listen to a chiefs fan talking about the idea of yeah. he can't even picture a world where Tom Brady wins a super bowl. There are some interesting <laughs> uh, angles to the game. First off, you know, no media week. They're not going down uh, till very late. I, yeah. I think the chiefs are flying down Friday, uh, you know, just a couple days before. No chances for anyone to get fucked up and go AWOL. Yeah, None of that and, shit. and Tampa is a is definitely a place <laughs> where I don't know. Kelsey seems like a guy who might <laughs> enjoy some nightlife opportunities. There's a lot of good buffets at the strip clubs. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, Andy Reid. Andy Reid going to Magic City just for the wings. I could see something <laughs> like that happen. He likes some lemon pepper. Oh, no, Bobby Kraft told me this place <laughs> has great has great hors d'oeuvres. Yeah, you know, Orchid's a day spa. Tyreek Hill's got a knot in his back. Who knows? But I think I think oh. the fact that they're in Kansas City uh, for this leading up to it, I, I think it's uh, in a weird way helps the team. Like it's got to feel more like a business trip for this chiefs team. Do you see any sort of impact on the chiefs? If anything, it's positive. It just feels yeah. like, you know, the it's every other week to them, which is the mentality that all these football players say they have there. You know, they always claim to have that in the pregame interview. So I figure, you know, they're, they're actually getting some real evidence of the fact that, you know, like they can delude themselves to, in, into thinking it's another week. They'll go in, you know, fresh. They'll feel very. Uh, you know, they, they won't feel yeah, any nerves. There's, just there's be no the distraction. Right because they're just hanging out at the facility in Kansas City, which I'm sure Kansas City, great place to live, but you know, not <laughs> not like the most exciting city in the world. Whoa, whoa. Not, here. Just, you know, it's here, city. Yeah, they're they're just hanging out in Kansas City, doing their normal routine. I think it's going to help them keep dialed in as they go into this game. We're gonna give out a uh, a million dollar worth of prop bets before we do. <laughs> Feel like it's uh, worth it to just kind of hit on a couple big picture stuff on the offense and the defense. The offense for me, this is huge, and we haven't seen this this offense without Fisher. Now they're they're uh, they lost the tackle there late in that Bills game. Already dealing with some offensive line issues before that. As a Chiefs fan, how worried are you about not having Fisher for this game? It's the only thing I'm worried about. Yeah, but it is. It, there are ways to explain it that I've bought. That my <laughs> sell you know, me on sell me on the idea that you don't need a left tackle. No, well, look, it's not like nobody's going to be standing there. Yeah, We're going to have true. guys with big bodies <laughs> taking the places of these other guys. And you know, in the last Super Bowl, Fisher sucked. He was getting his ass handed to him by Nick Bosa. It's true. Somehow Patrick makes it work. And I think even if pressure's coming from both sides. 
he'll already be planning for it. It's the only weakness we have. So obviously Andy's got it covered and Pat's going to, he's going to know, he's going to know what he wants to do the entire game and uh, he'll be able to overcome it. Now there I'm already seeing some trash talking from the bucks <laughs> Two of the two, two separate trash talking incidents. We'll get to the first one. Jason Pierre Paul, when asked about chiefs offensive lineman, Mike Remmers quote, I don't even know who that was now wrong, uh, wrong tense aside, Time traveling, yeah. <laughs> yeah, acting like Mike Remmers is dead and no longer exists. Um, do you, do you, do you see that as kind of some bulletin board material for this chiefs team? Like how is this chiefs <laughs> team going to get up for this game? Or is that kind of their secret sauce? Like they don't get too emotional. They keep it an even keel. They stay dialed in. They're so relaxed. And it just, it feels like that. I don't know. Maybe there should be a stat. You guys are, are, are more dedicated to this than maybe I am or anyone out there. If you want to research how many super bowl winners have been the team that was, you know, blowing a bunch of smoke the entire fucking week before the super bowl. It's never, it doesn't it just seem like those oh, guys yeah. never actually win? Yeah. I mean, um, talk is cheap. Play the game. <laughs> ah, With I mean, the exception of Broadway Joe back, uh, you know, in the 60s, usually talking a ton of trash before the Super Bowl. Oh, well, let's not forget the fame, the infamous Plaxico Burris laughing mm. at Tom ba- Brady, laughing at the idea that they would only score 17 points. Nailed it. Mm, nailed yeah. It. They didn't even get so, to 17. They but, only scored 14. Yeah, you know, it's not a good look in the, in the, the, the next one you're going to bring up is even more egregious. Well, this, so. this is insane. Now I'm a huge fan of this guy and I struggle to find, figure out why I'm a huge fan of him. Besides the fact that he's just a white receiver, but you, Sc- you envy his position <laughs> with Tom Brady, Scotty Miller said oh. that he was quote faster than Tyreek Hill, which uh, we say a lot of crazy outlandish uh, things on the podcast. I struggle to think of a worse hot take <laughs> than Scotty Miller. I mean, you're the white receiver. You're supposed to be like the yeah. lunch pail guy, the possession yeah. receiver. You're fast because they don't <laughs> expect you to be fast. Surprisingly fast. Good, you know, stays Runs after great practice. Routes. Great teammate. <laughs> but you you can say a lot of negative things about Tyreek Hill, but don't go after his speed. I mean, that's uncalled for. And I love. Tyree killed a great response saying, maybe we can do something at halftime. I, I, this is just insane. I think this actually motivates Tyree kill. Am I crazy? Certainly. I, I'm sure he doesn't like it, but also I, you know, th- I feel like Tyreek is just so uh, like everybody has eyeballs. We can all see who's yeah. faster than who just by watching the television. And so I think he just, I think Tyreek realizes that this guy needs this. He needs to feel <laughs> like he's this fast so he can pump himself up to even, you know, catch the three balls he's going to catch during this game for 17 yards. Well, and that would actually, if Scotty oh, Miller catches three balls for 17 yards, he's going over both his reception and yardage total. So I, I like where your head's at and, there. And now you're maybe starting to understand why it's not Scotty and it's Scott Miller because this dude's gangster <laughs> as fuck. He's calling out Tyree Kill. Like he's going to prison and he's taking a spork and he's stabbing the baddest dude in the cafeteria. Well, and Tyree Kill, his Twitter handle is at Cheetah. I mean, <laughs> c- could you imagine if Scotty Miller tried to tried to pawn that off? And no one gives no one gives Tyree Kill shit for calling himself Cheetah. They just go, yeah, that makes sense. That's how legit his speed is. As far as like game flow, what we kind of expect to see, I I think the Chiefs and certainly Andy Reid, one of the things he loves is not running the ball, and I I see them not 
running the ball very much in this game. I, I think it's a way they neutralize the Bucks' pass rush. I think it's going to be uh, some quick passing, and Tampa Bay has been susceptible to the deep ball. I mean, Tyree Kill obviously lit them up the last time they played, sets insane records. Mahomes threw for four sixty two, but I think they're just going to throw the ball a ton, like. You know Tampa Bay, they have great run defense. Why would you run into the uh, into the strength of that defense by trying to establish the run? Is that how you see that as well? Like I, I don't picture them running Clyde Edwards-Helaire or Williams a bunch in this game. I definitely not. And and I mean, you know, we can talk about the props when we get there. But a lot of them are based around the fact that we're not going to run the ball. I don't think that. I don't even think Mahomes is going to take off a lot. Yeah. I, I really just think. They're they've got this idea that uh, a Tampa Bay does that they need to keep Mahomes in the pocket, and when it's that type of game, they scheme it up so that he just finds the open guy over and over again. That's what he's trying to do. So I don't know why you would waste time establishing the run. You know, there there's going to be maybe a lot of play action, but because we like to do that, but we are just going to do what we did all season, which is just rely on the best player on the team. Actually, the best three players on the team. And that you'll you'll see probably I, I would anticipate no matter wh- how you think the game's going to flow, Andy Reid's going to use the the screen game, whether it be wide receiver, tight end, or running back as like an extension of the running game because he gets it right. These dudes are obviously juiced up. JPP talking shit. Yeah, they, they obviously have a weakness at the line, which means what's going to happen? You can olay these motherfuckers. So <laughs> you know, yeah. break speed with speed, break speed with misdirection. Yeah, and and Andy Reid not afraid to call a screen, and <laughs> I I kind of see it just they're going to just throw a million times, and I I think uh, Tampa Bay could be in trouble going over to the defensive side of the ball for Kansas City. Clearly getting pressure on Brady, it's kind of obvious, but. That that Kansas City defense, I thought, did a great job shutting down Josh Allen, getting to Josh Allen, sacking him four times. Brady probably isn't gonna like run twenty yards backwards and tr- no. and hang on to the ball like Josh Allen Josh did Allen a number of times. Josh Allen created some sacks in that game. Yeah, he didn't certainly <laughs> he certainly didn't help himself. But what do you think the uh, angle is for the defense coming into this game? What do they got to focus on? What what are you worried about as a fan? I, you know, it, I, I want to be scared of something that Tampa Bay does, but <laughs> because they do have good weapons and they can run kind of, and yeah, uh, you know, but th- they're, I, I just watched the last game and they weren't good for three quarters of that. Tom Brady was bad. And we've got a guy who can not move out of the pocket. If we can get a little pressure on him, fine. But our secondary is also great. So he's going to need to figure something out to get those guys open because I mean, I'm maybe Scotty Miller will have a great game because we will have a plan <laughs> for everybody else. We've been able to neutralize. We neutralized Stefan Diggs, and he's better than all three of these guys they have. So no, that's a great I point. It was if Antonio is going to play. Yeah. I, it, I, I feel like I'm about to, I'm going to get crushed by, by chiefs fans, but I feel like they're running into a, just a, a different animal They're They, they haven't, I, the chiefs are obviously battle tested, but they're also not battle tested in the postseason like this Bucks team. And I, I think while it's fair to say that Tom Brady and the Bucks, you know, they weren't the better team for a little bit in that game. I, I you know, sometimes the battle tested team matters. And and I would say, like, if I was a Chiefs fan, I'm I'm terrified of the the both line matchups. I like I'm I I hope my offensive well, line can I, hold I up, think- but really on the other side of the ball. The Tampa Bay Bucks offensive line has been playing lights out. And we discussed this on the on the last podcast, Sean. Like the reason this team is in in the Super Bowl 
is not Tom Brady. It's this offensive line and the way they've been playing. Yeah, I mean Brady did throw three interceptions in that second half. I think really if the Bucks have a shot in this game, I think he is that physical offensive line pushing pushing uh Kansas City's defensive front around and establishing a decent running game. But I mean, to Danny's point too, like their defensive backfield has been playing really well. I mean, the Honey Badger, I think what six interceptions this season, and just in general, I I, I think I, their defense is really, especially in the second half, the Chiefs' defense has been I, really I, good. I really tried to get a, a first interception prop bet out there, but it's just like, man, there's not really a ton of intercept interception distribution on the Chiefs. It's it's the Honey Badger and it's uh, Sorson, and that's about it. Yeah. All right, anyway. enough messing around. Let's yeah. get to some of these props. Before we do, want to shout out BeckQL. That's right, BeckQL, your home for sharp data. That's right. You want to bet smarter, not harder. BeckQL.com helps you do that. Head over to BeckQL and you can download the app in the Google Play Store or the App Store. Use that promo code SGP50, 50% off, and they are. They're locked and loaded for the Super Bowl. I'm pulling up some of their. Uh, I mean, they're going to release over 80 different uh, player props for the Super Bowl picks, and you know, rating them on their star system. It's uh, it's pretty awesome. All the content they have over there, and then plenty of plenty of betting data for NHL, NBA, college basketball, whatever sport you're betting on, they got you covered. And uh, I'll give this one out there. Uh, Super Bowl player prop Clyde Edwards Hilaire five star pick on the over mm. rushing yards 30 and a half. So uh head over to betql.com use our promo code SGP50 Super Bowl special. That's right, 50% off. Uh you got to check them out. Bet smarter, not harder. betql.com promo code SGP50. And it's kind of a fun year for the props. Like that's a good one that you highlighted because you can kind of just go after like a, a, the the numbers are so dis, like distributed because of the targets on both teams. Like yeah. you kind of, with the exception of like the big boys, Kelsey Hill, you can kind of like take take darts. Yeah, it's it's really interesting, and it's what for me is fun is is coming up with the game script, but also finding those props where depending, like let's say you're on the Chiefs. Uh, finding props where if the Chiefs win or if the Chiefs lose, you can still kind of catch the bro- the prop and and finding those angles. That's, that's how you build a strong Sean, case, and that's how you gamble away a million dollars. You don't want to put all your eggs in one game script basket. <laughs> well, I have fucking nerds. Let's I know. Go. I do have uh, a couple of twenty to ones and one <laughs> ninety-two to one DGens wow. only you, bet. You really carried us on, uh, in the DGen. Well, I, category. I you know because I. A lot of the stuff I like is kind of it in the normal prop range, a little maybe on yeah, the chalkier side. You're into weird shit. I get it. Yeah, I, I get some deviant uh, <laughs> shit prop wise. Kramer, kick things off. All what right. is your uh, what is your first prop bet? How much you putting down? I know I'm ma- I just made fun of nerds, uh, but I'm gonna d- I'm gonna do some math for everyone real quick. All right, so we're gonna talk about this one uh, tomorrow as well when we're yes. talking about the Bucks. But first pass for Mahomes will be incomplete. It's plus 180. We're also going to pair that with the Brady side of it. And here's why Mahomes 67.1 completion percentage, Brady 64.1 completion percentage on the season, including the postseason. That is one of the potential outcomes. 43% of the time, they will both complete that first pass. But that means 57% of the time, one of them will have an incomplete or they both will, resulting in you having a profit. 
Yes. So yes, we could talk about weighted <laughs> averages and all that dumb shit. But what we're talking about here is a situation where 57% of the time we're going to profit. So I know I made fun of CDs and 3% gains, <laughs> but we're going to kick it off with a nice, easy one. It was uh what I got a hundred grand on it. So I, I know you're with me, Sean, we yep. do it every year. And I, I will like, I think last year might've been the first, first time in a while it didn't hit. No, I think it, I think uh, one of them hit last year, but it just, it seems to hit every year. Well, and then you really cash in if uh, both hit, but really I'm all, I'm with you hundred grand for Mahomes first passing complete plus one eighty. lock that up. And we're going to do it for Brady as well. And yeah, I mean, if you, and also if you can uh, parlay props at your sports book, take mm. a small little slice and parlay uh, both on the no as well, because you're just getting much better odds. Everyone's rooting for a completion on the first pass of the game. Don't get crazy. Uh, there is tons of value in the incomplete. It is it is a diabolical way to start the game where you're just like, <laughs> no, drop it. Well, and and I, I'll get to this later too. We could be there. Could be some rain. There could be some slick balls mm. out there. Maybe <laughs> maybe it takes a little bit to adjust. Maybe they got to get the right spikes. There are a ton of formulas for a incomplete pass early on. Well, so TB12 is all about handling slick balls. Sean, you know so. it. He loves that. <laughs> all right, Danny. What is your what is your first player prop? All right. Well, yeah, I, I, uh, I, I would say it would be difficult to bet on <laughs> Mahomes and Andy Reid with two weeks to plan throwing an intercept or throwing a incompletion. But I get the math. I like that. <laughs> There's no math behind this. It's just a feeling. I just feel like they don't want to go to Clyde Edwards Hilaire. I think they've chosen Daryl Williams as that as that back who will get you three yards, who can get you somewhere on first down. So you can get that second and seven pass play that you like. I don't. And then he's coming off an injury. So I feel like Clyde Edwards Hilaire under seven and a half rushing attempts. I got that for plus plus one fifteen with my 150 grand. I really believe in this one. Mm, I like because that because I, be, I just believe that like you guys said, they're not going to try to Run yeah, at all. I, I love this. I, I'm all on the under rushing attempts in general for the Chiefs, but I, I think you nailed it. Like, it, there's certainly the storyline of they drafted him for you know in the first round for a reason. They're going to want to show him off, but I don't know. I, I don't get that sense from Andy Reid and game script right, script wise. It just doesn't make sense to go at the Bucks that way. And and Andy Reid's a smart coach. I just don't see them pounding the rock with Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Andy Reid is not a, a a zag coach, you know. Like he's not gonna he, he's gonna zag a different way. He's not gonna. T- I I'd be he really zagging su- some interesting play calls, but they're gonna be passes. It's yeah. It's not gonna be like running between the tackles. What's your What's your next one, Kramer? Well, I'll stay in that theme because I actually, you know, if I was betting on the coin flip, that is the running back game. I, I am going to lean more Clyde Edwards Hilaire. I, I don't know if either of these guys gets a lot of carries, but I went because it's a, it's a carry higher. I took Daryl Williams under eight and a half carries. Ooh, uh, kind of like your angle, Sean, potentially getting involved in the passing game, which we'll talk about later, but I put 165 grand on uh minus one ten for Daryl Williams to go under eight and a half carries. Just don't think running the ball is going to be part of the Chiefs. Yeah, game no. I, I mean, the more we're we're fleshing this out, the more we're just hyping up our own bets. I love it. It's a fucking Super Bowl. Let's go. And I looked it up, Ryan. Last yes. year, Patrick Mahomes' first pass was incomplete. Okay. Jimmy G yeah. actually hit his uh, first pass was complete. So and and Mahomes actually had the better odds uh, to be complete. So the incomplete paid Ka-ching. better there. Cutching. 
This one, easy money. Mahomes most pass yards minus one fifty. I'm putting 150 grand on it. I feel great about this. Again, even if the Bucks win this game, I think it's certainly possible that uh, you know Patrick Mahomes outthrows Tom Brady. I mean, if you just look at their averages, three sixteen a game for Mahomes compared to Brady's two eighty nine. But really, if you look at Brady's average at home, which is is a home game for the Bucks. 264 mm. yards per game at home. And that's, that's because it's not factoring in all those dome games he had on the road. I, I just don't see Brady out throwing Patrick Mahomes and minus 150 is a great price. I think they're going to be throwing a ton. So I think it's a volume thing. I think he's better at throwing the ball than Tom Brady. I, I, I like the chiefs weapons better. Mm. Minus 150 seems really low for a, a sure, sure thing. So give me 150 <laughs> grand on that. Let's go. Danny, what is your second player prop? I'll stay in the Mahomes world. I was talking about this a little bit earlier, but I think Tampa Bay's plan is to keep Mahomes in the pocket. I don't think they want him to run. I think they're planning everything that they're going to do against letting him take off or try to buy time. So Mahomes under 21.5 rush yards at plus 100. And I put a hundred grand on that. Uh, and I'll, I'll stay with that with, with the Mahomes angle. And, and I kind of like, I do kind of like that angle overall rushing yards. But if you dig into the numbers, Sean, if you look at the 10 rushing touchdowns that this guy has in his career, yes, seven were the first touchdown in the game. So of course, oh, a, I know that Ryan, because, because I you gave hit it out last year. Yes. First touchdown plus 1500. Now will lightning strike twice? Maybe not. But am I am I going to give you a first touchdown prop for the Chiefs? Yes, yes I am. Am I going to make it Patrick Mahomes at plus eighteen hundred? Which, by the way, again comparing to the anytime touchdown of plus two eighty, tremendous value there considering the probably very random trend that he scores his touchdown <laughs> first in the game. So I'm going to put twenty five grand on Patrick Mahomes eighteen to one to score the first touchdown. Well, and even you saw in that Bills game that one time he had to run, he wasn't afraid to do it. I, I think that's the other side of the yeah. t- if the ta- if the line isn't getting it done, the other side of it is they that he will have lanes to run because it's so it's so bad it's so easy for JPP. Well, this one and again, Andy Reid not afraid to get a little tricky, <laughs> get a get a little dig deep in that a weird uh, nose yep. face pouch he's got going and pull out a little nugget. Any offensive lineman to score a touchdown, <laughs> yes. Plus two thousand. I think alignment <laughs> catches a touchdown pass. We've seen that before from me. Oh, you're telling me they're not going to do a read option and uh, Travis Kelsey's going to throw a little dump pass, or it's going to be some like weird. I hope so. He does like to get that no. cute shit. And Andy Reid is a big guy. Likes well, it when the big guys get a touchdown. Could be a fumble recovery yeah. as well. Twenty <laughs> twenty to one. Come on, there's I nothing hope, more fun than I rooting for that. Mike Remmers does it to <laughs> yes. JPP right over oh his Oh my god, head. that would be great. <laughs> Tackle eligible, Mike Remmers wide open. You know I'm I swear to fucking god this is happening. And at 20 to 1, I'm putting 30 grand on it to win 600,000. Let's go, baby. I do hope they show the video of Andy Reid pump passing kick yes. during the Super Bowl. Oh, I wish there was. Right? A, I wish there was a prop bet for that. We got to dig that out for the social media. <laughs> yeah, we'll the young kids. There. I feel like haven't who listen to the podcast haven't seen the Andy Reid punt passing kick contest. Perfect time to crowbar in Ryan because we got second place in the Capra Cup. 
and we have four thousand dollars. Wait, us squares? Yes. Joe Joe Q Public against place? all the uh, <laughs> other professional handicappers. We got second place, so we have four thousand dollars in a uh, betting account, <laughs> which we're going to bet all on the Super Bowl. And I'm going to make a staunch case okay. for this twenty to one ride. Oh, right. You're not going to stop me. Uh, especially because I know the login, Danny. <laughs> third, third uh, player prop here. What do you got? All right. I guess since we're talking about people scoring touchdowns, I think it's yeah, the and tradition from last season's Super Bowl victory that there's always a D Williams that scores a touchdown for the Chiefs, mm. and Daryl Williams scoring a touchdown is plus one seventy. I'm putting the most money. I mean, I guess it's tied for the most money. I'm willing to bet with this fake million dollars. Two hundred grand. Wow! Uh, you again? I didn't know it was fake. I'm, I'm out <laughs> a lot of cash. Two hundred grand, what? and and what is? So you're not worried about uh, Ceh near the goal line? No, I think I I don't think that Andy wants him in any short yardage situations. He's hurt. He's not that kind of back anyway. I think when you're least expecting him, he might peel off a big run, but I, I think the attempts are going to be low and I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I know he had some strange amount of carries around the five within the five yard line without scoring. Yeah. So, you know, go with the guy who can find the end zone. Probably. I, I don't think any of us give this out, uh, Sean, but good time to point out the, uh, you always want to take the under on the over under shortest touchdown at one and a half yards. Yes. Seems like Daryl Williams would probably be the favorite to get that carry. Uh, well, if, if not Mike Remmers on, on a receiving uh, catch, uh, Kramer, what's your next one? All right. You got I, a bunch of fun ones in here. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to stick uh, with, you know, this is maybe just the angle of it's always, I think I played this one last year too. It's always fun to joke on Andy Reed uh, and his ability to waste timeouts, especially in the first half. <laughs> so chiefs call the first time out. It was minus one ten. a little surprised by that. I'm putting 55 grand on it again. I like to kind of have steps of action through the game. So this kind of ensures that I'm going to have something going in the first half um, in between like the early stuff and the halftime stuff. Well, and this is, this is crazy because are you kidding? How is this minus one? I was shocked. How I is he not it. a minus one thirty, <laughs> minus one forty? I mean, Danny, you love Andy Reid, but this this shouldn't be an even bet, right? I think he's gotten a lot better. He has since gotten his better. First Super Bowl. <laughs> well, he needs to. You know, it could it could be as simple as like a mid first quarter a refill of whatever he stores in that mask. Andy <laughs> Reid is he's in uh, already like gave my two uh, two weeks notice, just not giving a fuck. <laughs> You saw that in that Chad Henney play call, like when he called that in that Cleveland game. You know, Andy Reid's just like, I don't give a shit. I'm gonna rock a giant Hawaiian shirt. I eat what I want. I call what I want. I'm gonna call a million pass plays. I'm gonna use my timeouts. I don't give a shit what anyone thinks. Kid playing Madden. This is a uh, while we're talking a little Daryl Williams. Daryl Williams over two and a half receptions, plus one fifty five. I'm throwing a hundred grand on it. Again, this is just kind of leaning into the angle that they're going to be throwing a ton, maybe throwing a little bit to the running backs. They do a good job at distributing the ball. Obviously, Kelsey, obviously, uh, Tyreek are certainly going to get theirs. Uh, Demarcus Robinson, little COVID scare, but he's just he's just close to people who have COVID. I'm guessing he's going to play, but still, Daryl Williams and and really Ceh. The more I dug into it not really that involved in the passing game, at least as much as you would think. And uh, you know, CH, he's at the same over two and a half receptions. 
and it's like plus one ten. I'll take Daryl Williams plus one oh five. Uh, Chief super fan Alex Crouch kind <laughs> of uh, co-sign yeah. that angle on it. So yeah, Daryl Williams over two and a half catches. I, I definitely think it, he gets the three. It does seem like anyone who follows the Chiefs is suggesting that Daryl Williams <laughs> is the guy. Uh, yeah, and and I, I'm 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 taking their uh, taking their advice. Danny, what's your what's your next player prop? Well, just to cover my own ass here in the, in the crazy alternate universe in which I'm wrong about my take <laughs> on this game as a chiefs fan, I can see CEH getting broken out in the passing game big time in this game. There's also that horrible possibility for all of my bets, but uh, I'll go, since we're talking about how shitty the offensive line is, I think, and this is not technically a chief's prop, I suppose maybe it's breaking the rules, but I saw Dominican Sue over a half a sack at plus 300. And I feel like that's the guy who's going to get us. He has had, he had six sacks this season. So not bad for a D tackle. I think Vita Vea plays the run. Yeah. You got the two guys screaming off the edges. And I think they're going to try to get those guys help, but no one is going to help Stefan Wisniewski. Who's also starting for the first time this season in the interior. And he may get beat at least once by oh, yeah. Duncan Sue. So plus 300 for that. And I'll put 50 grand on it. I like that price. I might have to go grab a piece that, of that. That's, that's kind of juicy. And I, I like the angle too. The double teams will be on the outside. Yeah. I know. I know Steph was new ski. He, he's not afraid to let up an inside pressure every <laughs> now and again. And you mentioned Vita Vea. Great point there. As far as Vita Vea, another reason why you don't want to run the ball. I, I don't think he was and correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe he didn't play that first game, but regardless, the fact that he's back somewhat healthy in the middle there, clogging things up. Another reason why, you know, what's the point in running the ball? What's the point, Sean? I mean, you if you're Andy, like Reed, Andy Reed, exactly. What's your next one, Kramer? All right, uh, you know, uh, talking about kind of the flip of the offensive line, which is the Chiefs' defensive line going after the Bucks' offensive line. I'm just all in on the fact that this offensive line is going to be able to get it done and, and and hold it down. The line for the Chiefs sacks is at one and a half and I'm going to take the under. You're crazy for Ryan. the Chiefs. I, plus 120. So you're leaning you think over the, Chiefs- the last 5 Tampa Bay has only given up more than one I, I, you'll hear a lot of people talk about how Brady has gone down at least one time in like a, every oh, game. Oh sorry so, sorry to interrupt. You're saying Chiefs will get under one and a half sacks. Chiefs will Y'all get care. under one and a half sacks. Over the last five, Tampa Bay has only given up more than one sack to one team, the Washington football team, and we know what that pass rush is. All, what what that that pass rush looks like. I don't know if Kansas City is there. Tampa Bay third in adjusted sack rate on the O line. Kansas City eighteenth on the D line. I know they've been playing better of late, but I am gonna. And I know there could be a lot of dropbacks in this game, but I, I just I just think this offensive line has been getting it done, and Tom Brady. You know, say what you will. Eli's not coming out of that tunnel for Kansas City, <laughs> and he knows he's going to have to get rid of that ball quickly. So, but Ryan, I, I, you, you're laying out a bunch of great sets, a bunch of great angles. But as a fan, is there nothing more fun than watching old man Brady get sacked, blindside hit, yes. or just turtling up and crumpling under a the body of a giant man? And imagine I'm going to be screaming and yelling like, yeah. Fuck you, Brady. Sit down. And then you're gonna you're gonna be sad. You don't want to be. Do you really want to be in that situation as a fan? I I I you know I think so. I think <laughs> I I think I might be I, for for at least three hours on Sunday. 
All right, this one's a uh, a wonky one, but uh, fifty he, grand I was putting on that. Okay. Sorry. Hear me out on this. First Kansas City Chiefs kickoff to be a touchback. No. What? Plus one ninety five. <laughs> $75,000 on it. Now, normally a lot of these kickoffs, they're deep, whatever, uh, you know, they kneel it Two two different things could be going on. Slippery, wet conditions nope. down in Tampa, humidity. <laughs> Secondly, these guys, they're jacked out of their minds. Yep. And I think especially with like no fans, maybe they do a flyover. I don't know uh, what the rule is about, you know, the blue angels, maybe they're quarantining. I don't know, but I, I imagine the adrenaline's going to still be very high for these guys. They're going to try and overcompensate. Whoever's returning the kicks for the Bucks, they're going to be like, "This is my chance to yeah. to break out the game yep. and, and pull a Devin Hester." And you know, I, I think Bruce they're Harry- just going to be yacked out of their mind, jacked off, smelling salts, much yep. like we will be in the studio. And I think they're going to want to return this. So I think it's not a touchback simply on that angle. And Bruce Arians would be in favor of that. Yeah, all risk it, no biscuit. All Come on, he's it. not going to kneel it. And I mean, how is Bucker with getting touchbacks, Danny? Uh, he's good at it, actually. But I think <laughs> your angle actually uh, appeals well, two to me to because, one, right? Yeah, well, he he does. He has a big leg. He can hit those fifty-plus field goals more than he can actually hit the extra points. So that's been the problem with him. But <laughs> I, I think it's actually a good bet because. Tampa Bay's special teams is near the bottom and ours is near the top. And I feel like Dave Tobe might have something cooked up to get some kind of advantage by Squid kicking it kick short. With the wet ball. Exactly. Yeah. All right. What's your, what's your next player prop, Danny? All right. So I will, I'll stay with the offense. Just uh, put a button on that and say, I think, I don't know if you guys saw the COVID uh, list added uh, Demarcus Robinson, he might yeah. be able to make it back. He's likely going to be able to make it back for the game, but Sammy's coming in. I feel like Sammy playing and Demarcus Robinson playing has everybody thinking that, you know, Hardman might not play a lot. I think there's always something in the mix for Hardman getting a ball, getting a, you know, a, a sweep, like one of those little pop passes to try to get 40, 50 yards off of that. And uh, I think, you know, two and a half receptions. I think you can hit the over on that pretty easily. They always try to get him a little bit involved. And I got that at plus 115 for 200 grand. I really believe in that one too. As our buddy over at Walter Football says, hopefully he can get back from that minor illness. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, no, I mean, and, and the Chiefs, especially if you're thinking about attempts, completions, they are very good about when they run that, you know, little pop pass, like Danny's saying, it's always going forward. So it's always graded as a completion and yeah. not at, not as a run. Same thing with the receiver bubble screen. They run their bubble screens close enough to the line that they always count as uh, catches and receptions. I was kind of looking into, into Mahomes' passing attempts. Cause I think he's going to throw a ton. The, 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 the line though is set crazy high at like uh 40 and a half or 41, which He's only gone over that twice this season. I, I think it will be that high and maybe hits 45, but I don't know. The price isn't, isn't uh, high enough to warrant that, but I like the Hardman angle. I, I think they do spread it out a decent amount. And I think there's, there's going to be a ton of volume. And this to me again, game script wise, if the chiefs do get behind, they're going to pass a bunch, even yep. if they're up, they still find ways to pass. So I, I like that angle real quick before we get to the second half of these player props, want to shout out better than Vegas. That's right. You ever been on YouTube and thought, man, this is awesome. 
But what if it was just about sports gambling? Better than Vegas has you covered, just like YouTube. But it's dedicated to what really matters in life: betting on sports. We got our own page over there. You can go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com/slash/btv. That'll take you right there. Subscribe. We're gonna be giving out uh, a ton of video picks related to the Super Bowl, course player props, and uh, yeah, nice little uh, one-minute video clips. We got a bunch of uh, the guys from the network: Ryan Rich, Fat Baby McKee, the Danta Base, giving you college basketball. Whatever your sport is, we got you covered with a nice free video pick every single day. Subscribe so you never miss a pick. SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash BTV. SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash BTV. Kramer, second half. What are you doing? Well, I'm going to stick with the conversation you kind of started here and that's, you know, total number of chiefs to have a catch. Mm. I'm going to take the under seven and a half minus one fifty five. I'm going to put 155 Ooh. grand on it. Here's Walk the logic. Here's the logic. Cause if you go through the season, you'll see that th- I think even more games than not, they have over this many, but if you look at the games lately, they kind of have it dialed in. And so I have my tiers of guys who get a catch in this game. And we're going to walk, we're going to play this game real quick. Kelsey Hill auto play, right? They're yep. getting catches. That's two Hardman Robinson, Sammy Watkins. I included the third. So that that's their basically two, three, four receiver all get a catch. That's five. Then you have Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, Elaire, Daryl Williams, seven, seven. All right. So for this, for us, to get screwed, for us to get screwed, <laughs> we need a fat guy. Anthony Sherman. We need Pringle Thompson, Yelder Kaiser. I didn't even put Sherman on the list. Cause as you pointed out to me earlier as one catch on the season or Le'Veon bell. So basically will a, uh, will a fifth receiver or a, ba- a third string running back or a backup tight end slash lineman <laughs> get that eighth catch. I don't think they, they, I don't think they will. I think they've been going to the, 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 this is their, their, their squad. I think Pringles, the guy that I'm a little worried Mm. about, but I think if, if Watkins is out there, Pringles not. So I'm playing the under here and I think it's going to be the, I think it's gonna be Kelsey Hill, Hardman, Robinson, Watkins, CEH and Daryl Williams. And that's it. Seven guys get a catch. Yeah. I mean, I I see your angle on there and, and the fact that it's minus one fifty five suggests your logic is sound. I, I don't know, Danny. Where are you at with that? I actually, I, I believe it too because I don't even think Demarcus Robinson gets a catch in this game. To be there honest. you go. I mean, it seems like they've got their guys in the postseason yeah. and they can get them open. And that's what you see. I think. I think the last two postseason games, it's been six guys with a catch. So, for what it's worth, when they played the last time against the Bucks, it, eight it guys eight, yep. had a catch. So right on, right on the number there. And different team, Sean. Different team. Well, Le'Veon Bell did have a catch. Where are you at with uh, uh, Sammy Watkins, Danny? What, should we expect him to be involved in this game? It, it sounded like he practiced today. What are your inside chief sources? You know the the gigantic uh, fat beat writers who do a podcast that's probably really boring, but you listen to anyway because you're a diehard chiefs fan. What are those guys telling you about Sammy Watkins? Well, you're talking about Seth Kaiser, the uh, kind of fat (laughs) God fearing gentleman with a hot wife who can't yes. And that's the problem with him. He just doesn't want to yes. And a joke beat writers. Uh, Podcasts are just brutal to listen to, but I find myself listening to them because it's like, and they got one nugget. I listened to 45 minutes. They watched five minutes training camp. So they got the inside (laughs) stuff. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely feel like Sammy is going to catch a couple of balls. I don't know what the over under is on him off the top of my head, but Three and a half. I feel like it's probably about right for what it's actually going to be. I would love for Sammy to have a huge game, but I think with just being out of this offense, when we've really been heating up and we've actually been playing a little bit better than when he was in the lineup, I feel like why mess with that? So I don't think he's, he might get a couple of clutch catches. What, what he's great for is his hands. So when we need that, that third and six in a crucial moment, he's there. I'm telling you, Sean, like he, that he's the D Gen guy. Cause I, 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 I think there's a version of this where he has the Hashtag matchup. Only. He, he's the guy that can, is going to be floating open in that zone. Well, that Ryan, runs. you, you, you mentioned D Gen and I got, I got to uh, throw out my D Gen only pick here. Sammy Watkins, 150 receiving yards. <laughs> And two touchdowns, ninety-two <laughs> to one. So yes. again, if like you it. if you bet a uh, if you bet twenty thousand okay. dollars, which I am doing supposedly on this no, you on are. this bet, that would return one point eight four million dollars <laughs> oh to the moon, Sean. To, the, to moon. the moon. I'm gonna parlay that with my Doge coins. No, I mean I, I do think there's a world where Sammy Watkins comes out of nowhere and goes off again. It's ninety-two. To one for a reason, but as far as these like crazy yeah. long shot DGen only bets, that was the one that I could really. I mean, other than that, it's like Scotty Miller having three touchdowns, which I love the guy. But you're up to speed with the many <laughs> many worlds theory, Sean. There is a version of the of the universe that has this happening. The third, I, I think there is, and again, ninety two to one for a reason. But I, I'm throwing, I'm letting you know. Yeah, I love the disclaimer. Money. Ninety-two to one for a reason, guys. Well, people go, "You're crazy for it." It's like, no, I'm not crazy. I have an addiction. Uh, Danny, what are you? Uh, <laughs> what are you looking at? What's your next player prop? I, I just want to live in this beautiful universe that includes Sammy Watkins going off. I, I just feel like we'd all be doing everything we've ever wanted with our lives in that world. Uh, I'm going to go over to the defense and. Talk about a guy on the defense who nobody's talking about because he barely played at all this season. He just recently came back to actually starting as the safety opposite the Honey Badger and mm. had an insane AFC Championship game. And all season, the fat God guys who run my <laughs> most of my life are telling me that Juan Thornhill is just coming back from the ACL tear. He's not quite there, but you'll see him more as the season progresses. It, it finally bore some fruit in this last game. And I feel like if Brady's going to be worried about one of these guys, it's going to be the honey badger. So Juan Thornhill gets a pick plus 1000, almost as ballsy as the 92 to one, (laughs) 10 to one. Someone is trying to trying to stoke up a corner on defensive prop specialist uh, way (laughs) because I might have to copy this one too. I was looking for an interception prop for the Chiefs. Well, and was it wasn't when we were prepping for this episode? Didn't you ask me who was that safety that was making yeah, all that plays in the AFC Championship was. game? Yeah, Juan Thornhill. Golly. I like that, and I like that angle too. The idea that they're gonna get away from the Honey Badger and a guy like Thornhill who just getting back in the mix. He's probably not. He's probably priced a little too high. Brady won't have the film on him now. No, well, and he doesn't have Belichick getting the film on him and delivering it to him <laughs> right before the game. Kramer, what is your uh, what's your next player prop here? Uh, let's uh, let's head over to a little kicking because you know, Sean, I'm a kicking specialist. 
Will there be a point after touchdown missed? Mm. Yes, plus one ninety five. Gonna get back to the abacus, Sean. Butker, Butker, eighty eight and a half percent a field goal percentage. Suck up ninety point nine percent. I took a flat average. Yes, not exact science. I'm sorry. Eighty nine point seven five percent. All right, we expect there to be six and a half extra points in this game based on the total and some of the touchdown props. What does that tell? Assuming there's no two point conversions, which these two teams don't go for two very often, we we take eighty nine point seven five percent to the six and a half power. What do we get? About fifty percent. What does that tell you? How do I not have the nerd? What does that tell you? It should be way closer to even money than two to one. Let's take the. There will be a point after touchdown missed. I'm bringing wow. math, Sean. I'm bringing fucking math to this episode. That is a that is a deep dive. I appreciate that. While I'm, uh, you know what? I'll, I'll do one of this is my biggest bet on the board Ooh. here. Patrick Mahomes MVP <laughs> minus one oh five. I mean, you know, you can fight it or just go along with a winner like Patty Mahomes. I, I think the narrative is there with Patrick Mahomes. I think for one of the offensive guys to get it, it would have to be either Hill going off, but Hill would have to go off. So crazy. Same thing with Kelsey. I, I just, I, I think it's going to be Patrick Mahomes because he was dealing with that injury a little bit. I think he's going to have to, you know, avoid a little bit of the pass rush. I just don't see the chiefs not winning this game and him not getting the MVP. Maybe there's like a crazy long shot on a defensive player, but even, even looking at those defensive players, like honey badger 30 to one. Like I, I just don't see it. So, and even if there is one defensive touchdown, I think that guy would have to have a defensive touchdown and do something extra besides that for it really to swing, uh, you know, the MVP. So I, I'm going Patrick Mahomes big here. I always like to bring it back. And speaking of we'll, we'll tie it up with spags there because when spags was coaching the giants defense against Tom Brady, when they defeated an 18 and 0 team, Justin Tuck had a hell of a game. Multiple sacks, forced fumbles, fumble recoveries. Still, did not get the MVP over Eli Manning, so it is, it's a tough hill to climb for the defense. Yeah, I mean, guy. there there's been a couple of wonky ones the past few years, like Edelman winning it. That was kind of an outlier, um, and that game was so low scoring. I do, th- I am kind of leaning the under, but I don't think it's going to be a, like a 13 to nine Super Bowl like it was. Uh, for that uh, Patriots Rams game. What's your next uh, player prop here, Danny? Well, I guess, you know, I was going to keep talking about the defense, but since we are talking MVP possibilities, yeah, I think there is the possibility of another chiefs MVP. It's a fan favorite. Everybody loves him. If he happens to get the kind of game that he's easily capable of getting that he got in the AFC championship game over a hundred yards, a couple touchdowns, you know, does something flashy, maybe comes up in a big spot. He was already getting the chatter for offensive player of the year. Everybody wants to see this guy on the podium. He's a good time. <laughs> Travis Kelsey MVP. And I saw it for in, I saw it for plus 1000 in the site you guys steered me to, but then I also saw it for 1500. Mm. Yeah. Uh, plus 1500 so shop so, around for MVP. You know, definitely. Well, and I think very, very possible. Yeah. And I think when you talk about, I mean, obviously the quarterbacks are the heavy favorites for a reason and they are fun ways to take a cheaper price on the money line for the team you like. But when you do look at how, you know, how, how can someone else get there? Mahomes did win last year. Yeah. Kelsey did have a historic season 
as a tight end. True. The media votes for this. Yeah. This is the media ins- loves Patrick Mahomes. They, they and do. they, they do. love the idea. The narrative is there. The do you know he invested in the community so much he <laughs> bought a part of the royal show? The young guy taking down the but, uh, the old goat. But but the media like guys like yourself that like tight ends. Yes. They understand how difficult it is to do what Travis Kelsey has done. And what a better way to reward a 10 grab 130 yard, two touchdown performance in the super bowl. And heck Sean, maybe it takes throwing a pass to a fat guy for a touchdown to get him the MVP. (laughs) But you know, the more I broke this down, the more that I think the only other guy that I would look to on the chiefs to get the MVP because he has enough clout to compete with Mahomes is Travis Kelsey. Well, I guess what I would say there is I think Travis Kelsey would have to have a massive game obviously, but I think also Tyreek Hill couldn't have a big game. And I just think if if Kelsey's going off, Hill's going to have his opportunities as well and it's all going to circle back to Mahomes. I mean, I'm not going to pick apart a 15 to 1 no, I like Super it. Bowl MVP, but certainly at 15 to 1 good price. Here's how I'm hedging a little bit because I do think Kelsey does have a big game. You can find these uh, yardage and win props kind of parlayed together. So Travis Kelsey, a hundred yards and Kansas City win is plus one ninety, almost two to one. I'm throwing one hundred and twenty five thousand dollars on it. I mean, in their last ten games, not including the game where they rested their starters, that's happened seven out of ten times. And one of those games, he had ninety eight yards. And even uh, I think against Tampa Bay, he was high 80s. So those were some of those are two of the games he didn't hit it. Like his worst game in here was 68 yards. So this guy's right in the mix. And you don't even have to tie it to a touchdown. Just 100 yards and a Kansas City win plus 190. I I love the value here. It doesn't feel like much of a stretch. Like maybe there's a world where they go all in on covering Kelsey, but he he's just going to get his hundred yards. It, it seems, it seems unlikely that the chiefs are going to win without Kelsey having it. It just, it, it doesn't even seem like Tampa's defense is set up to slow down with Kelsey well, and, offers. and white uh, that linebacker for the bucks is good. Yep. Certainly. And him yeah, creating Kelsey's, a turnover strip sack, Listen, but Kelsey just gets open. I, I have nightmares. I wake up sweating, seeing Kelsey leave that game <laughs> with that concussion a couple of years back. So, yes. Costs us uh, a lot and, of money. And our even our former uh, Danny and I former coworker Rob Gronkowski, he said <laughs> what he likes so much about uh, Travis Kelsey, also that because he's a partier, but um, <laughs> that he's one of those guys in the NFL that gets better every year. And Gronk uh, has said he's never seen that, and that, I feel like that's also a direct shot uh, at Tom Brady. Also, I think I could watch an entire show of Gronk. Just uh, explaining different things he's never seen, so I would I would definitely subscribe to that. Oh shit! All right, Kramer, what's your next one? And and I, I don't know if I said it, but I put fifty grand on the PAT miss being a yes. Next up, all right, let's uh, let's move over to a little penalties talk, Sean. Ooh. You know I like penalties talk. Uh, total penalties over under ten and a half. I'm gonna take the under. What have we seen this postseason? The refs have cho- made a choice. Put away their whistle. To not get involved, to not make it about them. Only three out of the 12 postseason games so far, Sean, have gone over 10 and a half. Only three games. Well, two of them had the Saints in them. I don't know what, what kind of what kind of strange correlation that is, but I, I, I can't see a world where there's a ton of penalties here. I think the only way we see a ton of penalties is 
like if there's a fighter, like if there's some weird bad, bad blood, it, it just hasn't, it hasn't been the, the, the refs game right now. Well, and usually, and you look at the Carl Cheffers, uh, well, you know, this is some deep data. Put this on a T for you. 110,000 on Shout that. Shout out to Munaf, who does the uh, ref report over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Uh, Carl Cheffers breaking down his 2020 stats. He's 10 and 6 for the under. So generally, under refs are let them play refs because they're not yep. calling, you know, they're, I mean, let them grab a little bit. Yeah, letting them play, not calling a bunch of cheap personal fouls, not calling pass interference. That really impacts the total. I don't know his his penalty per game, but the fact that he's an under ref certainly lends which, credence to letting him play. Which, by the way, I think if your your conventional wisdom might say, "Hey, they're letting him play," that's going to help the Bucks. I don't know. The Chiefs are doing a pretty good job of, of you know, in the last game against the Bills, you saw it. They well, were their doing secondary a, was getting pretty physical. Very, yeah, very effective job of basically making the refs call something. And the refs, like I said, well, like we just said, they made it. They made a choice. They're not calling shit. So under ten and a half penalties, one hundred ten grand to win a hundred thousand. Danny, what's your next uh, player prop? Well, I'll just wrap up the uh, the defense talk I was talking about earlier. I think we actually have a pretty great number to just to, to see a chief's defensive or special teams touchdown in this game at plus 2000 and either the both angles work for me because the defense you've got airmail and Tom Brady, just throwing, <laughs> you know, gas balls up in the air and hoping Mike Evans comes down with them against one of the best secondaries out there. Or you have a special teams unit in the chiefs. That's top five, bottom five for the bucks. And Either Byron Pringle or McCole Hardman, both guys have ran back touchdowns, getting a kickoff return, getting a punt return with Tyreek Hill. You put twenty five grand on that plus two thousand. Ooh, go home rich. Half a half a mil. Uh, that's a, that's a nice way to make half a mil. Yeah, and and I mean, if you remember that Broncos game where they beat the Broncos, covered a yeah. big spread because they had a defensive and special teams touchdown in the same game. Very possible with this Chiefs team. Kramer, what uh, what next? Uh, what do you got next? All right, uh, we're gonna take one hundred ten thousand and yep. we're gonna lay it on a minus one ten bet. Okay. No score in the first five minutes of the game. All right, I went deep on this one. Yeah, because there's always a history on this for the Super Bowl, especially uh, went, and Brady, especially. I didn't go deep on the Super Bowl. I went I went into the relevant data of these two teams. Kansas City had a total of eighteen drives uh, on offense. That fell into this category. Four of them ended with scores inside the window of first five minutes. On defense, three out of 20 resulted in scores. Tampa Bay, five out of 21 on offense and four out of 19 on defense. What does that all tell you? 16 out of 78 potential drives starting in the first five minutes of the game resulted in a score within the first five minutes of the game. That's 21%. This is a minus 110 bet, John. Yeah, no. This it's is a crazy. minus one ten bet that only occurred twenty one percent of the time with these two teams this year. So I'm gonna put one hundred ten thousand on it to win a hundred thousand. I highly encourage everyone to do that, and then uh, we'll watch the opening kickoff get returned, and I'll <laughs> fucking throw something at the TV. Well, and I know I I know I'm not a fun bet to make. By the I way. know I'm throwing out some under some long shot stuff, some parlayed stuff. Those are more fun to talk about and 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 certainly pick yeah. on these kind of podcasts. But obviously, there is always value in the under. You like the under, wait till wait till later because 
wait till the public really gets down on these props, you know, Saturday, even Sunday morning. Yeah. And some of these numbers start creeping up. If you have a good feeling on the under and, and this certainly is a, is a good angle on the under Danny, what's a, uh, what's another player prop you got going? Uh, this one is I'm going to get out of the realm of, of logic. Like you guys are employing in these. <laughs> and I'm just going to go with my gut feeling about how the game is going to be won by us. Uh, I have Casey winning by seven to 12 points. It just feels, I mean, we did it in the last super bowl by 11. It just feels like that's how much better we are mm. than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I've been playing this game n- several times nightly on Madden. Uh, and <laughs> what are your it simulations? Showing? It's an Oracle. I've actually predicted games the way <laughs> they would go just by playing them in Madden. And this one is coming up the same way. Uh, Chiefs just pour it on in the second and third quarters. Tom tries to rally, gets it to win within about eight. And then we pick it off for the win. That's around the, the mean of what's been going on. So seven to 12, that seemed perfect to me. I, like I put that. 150 grand on it. Plus four fifty, Like it. It's a real onions play there uh, again, kind of in my chalkier. Patrick Mahomes MVP type area. Patrick Mahomes, 300 yards and Kansas City win plus 150. I'm throwing 150 grand on it, throwing a nice big chunk here. Isn't that almost better than playing Mahomes and I know you played both, but isn't that almost a better way to play Mahomes MVP? Probably. Yeah, cuz if he doesn't throw for 300 and they win, there's a chance you know, if he throws for two sixty and Kelsey has one forty and two touchdowns. Yeah, you're right. And maybe I maybe I should have just went uh three seventy five on this Patrick Mahomes and KC win instead of MVP, but I uh I split it up here and I I mean he's gonna I get like over three hundred yards. And and I mean uh, yeah, again, you're right. You're probably bringing up a good angle there. Maybe that's a better way to play MVP. But uh, one of us has a calculator, Sean. I I, I like the value <laughs> there still. Kramer, what's your final player prop? All right, I figured I'd leave best for last. You know, I'm a kicking specialist, yes. Sean. Biggest bet on the you board. You and uh, Steve Tasker, right? Or who is the kicking specialist? Jay on Feely. C- Jay Feely. That's uh, right. He's kind of a douchebag. Uh, Chiefs over three and a half punts plus one fifty five. Uh, sure. You can tell me they've had a lot of games That's recently really with without three and a half punts. I, I this is the Super Bowl. There's going to be some early short drives, and I think the fact that they, you know, I don't believe none of us believe that they're going to be running the ball a lot. And I think whether they're winning or losing, and I think that could lend to a couple short drives, a couple three and outs. Yeah, um, I can see the offense getting out of rhythm for a couple plays. I also think there's going to be a feeling out period. Again, I believe the Chiefs are taking a huge step up in class on the offensive and defensive line. That could lead to uh, maybe a, a, a punt or too early. Sean, I'm going to predict that we hit three first half punts. And then we just have to sweat the set the, the second half punt. But I'm gonna put 180,000 on this one at plus 155 that the Chiefs have over three and a half punts. I mean, it's not gonna be it's not gonna be high school like Big 12 football. There's gonna well, be some four, punts. Four punts is pretty. I mean, three and a half is a crazy low number considering the Bucks defense is pretty solid. And yeah, maybe they do try to run it a couple times, get into a third and long. Maybe there is a penalty. And just just another way to play this, there's you can do six and a half for the total for the whole game at plus one ten. And just for those wondering, there were four punts by each punter in the last game. So that was twenty seven twenty four. 
Uh, not exactly a low scoring game. Well, that game get- was that game was pretty weird too because the Chiefs got out to a huge lead early and then kind of let Tampa Bay back into the game. Interesting game flow there. My final player prop. Give me first reception. That's right, Daryl Williams, twenty to one. I'm throwing twenty five thousand dollars on it, bringing home a cool half a million. I, I think they do a little, uh, maybe a little play action. I could see. Here's what I'm imagining: He's in a shotgun. You know, Daryl Williams runs across, little dink, and uh, that is the first reception. Obviously, the what? first play will be an incomplete pass, but then the first reception, it's going to Daryl Williams, we, twenty to one. We've given out thirty or twenty nine at this point. Yes. Props that were Kansas City Chief centric. Yes. Outside of Patrick Mahomes, the only guy all three of us gave out was Daryl Williams in some in some form. We're I mean, huge couple, on Daryl Williams. I, so funny. Uh, Danny, to be clear, I'm on an under, but you know. What is uh, what is your final final uh, player prop here? Oh, I think I did something similar to this last year. I always have to just entertain myself by going to the specialty bets page. Yes. Finding the fun props. This is a halftime show prop. This is my logic. Uh, first off, I'll just say it. Ariana Grande is the first cameo plus six fifty. It seems like great money for a situation where, you know, all the other people who are even on the board as possibilities are men. And it feels like the one thing you'd want to do in the Super Bowl halftime show is mix it up. That's what, so that you don't get any shit from the media in the future. And the way that they've always gone is you have the guy come out, weekend's going to do his thing, a couple of songs. Then he brings out <laughs> one guest, usually a person everybody knows from right now. The kids will get it. Yeah. I think that's Ariana. And then you follow it up with the old guy, the, the, the homage person, the, the, you know, let's bridge the gap between Bruce the generations kind of person. Yeah. Steven Tyler <laughs> popping out. <laughs> exactly. And they're talking about Peter Gabriel because oh, the weekend oh. didn't uh, a cover of in your eyes. <laughs> I don't know that you would play in your eyes at the super bowl, but he did do another duet with Ariana Grande. Get a woman up there, get, get those fans that you haven't quite gotten during the season, get them at the super bowl. I, I like the logic and I, you know, it brings me back to 20 years ago in the dorm rooms in Blacksburg, Virginia, when Britney Spears came out on that stage, mm-hmm. fucking earthquake in Blacksburg, <laughs> Virginia earthquake. So I like it. She's a modern day, Britney Spears and a right? uh, little inside info, Ariana Grande, Florida native. What mm. better way to win over the uh, folks of Florida than with a Boca Raton Plus, native like Ariana Grande. I mean, it's already bad enough that you got every dude watching the Super Bowl going, "Who the fuck is the weekend?" <laughs> so you got to bring out a little yeah. eye candy. I like this angle. Oh uh, yeah, and, uh, Danny. One of the player props I gave out was that the weekend uh, would not be using a football in his halftime. That was minus six fifty. Oh, Had to lay a ton of action on that, but. They, there's no way they're giving that Canadian pop singer a football. That is, that is just be a nightmare. You don't want to see that. And uh, it's going to end poorly. What a podcast super bowl week yes. continues on. We got a bucks podcast coming up and then our final picks and predictions Ooh. with a, uh, a special guest, of course, showtime Mahomes. And uh, of course, get your super bowl squares, sports gambling podcast.com slash squares, sports gambling podcast.com slash squares. Very easy to get in there. We're giving away five hundred dollars, and we need a final score prediction. Yes, before we wrap things up, Danny, lock us in with your final score prediction. How much are the Chiefs winning by? What will the total be? 
I said eight points. That's the number that I keep coming up mm. with. It's in my dreams. <laughs> eight points. I'm going to say 38, 30. Ooh. Okay. So likes the over 38, not 30. quite 69. I like your logic. What you're disappointing are again, our former coworker, Rob Gronkowski, <laughs> make sure you check out Danny, his football podcast. Sorry. We love football, Apple podcasts, wherever great podcasts are downloaded. Give him a follow on Twitter. Thank you for participating in the sports gambling podcast. For the sports gambling podcast, I'm Sean. Second, the money green, and he is Ryan. Oh my God, Sean! We've only given out 20 props so far. Kramer, let it ride.